So we started exploring this idea in chapter 7, which actually is going to carry us throughout the week. It's quite an extensive chapter. The idea of Hashem's kingship, that the world was created so that Hashem could be our king, and the only way He could be our king is by separation, because you cannot be on a, a king on yourself or on your family. By definition, if you're a king on somebody, there's a separation. So it's the level of kingship within Hashem's sovereignty, Malchut, the last of the ten faculties of Hashem. It's Malchut that sustains this world and creates that separation. Now, the world we know, which we call Olam, has time and space. This is not only from Kabbalistic, this is from physics. In other words, that the definition of creation is that time and space came into existence, or space-time. Now, in the higher levels of godliness, of manifestation of godliness, there is no space and there is no time. Remember, in general, when we refer to the Sfirot, God's um, ways of expression, we're specifically referring to the world of Atzilut, the highest world, unless specified otherwise. So when we say Malchut, we're talking about Malchut of the highest level, Malchut of the level of Atzilut. And what we're saying is, in the first nine levels of Atzilut, in Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, Ver, Deveris, Netzach, there is no space-time. Where does space-time come into existence? Only from Malchut. Not that Malchut itself has space-time, but it enables it. Because by definition, for Hashem to be a king, there has to be something outside of him and in that world. And that world is made up of space-time. And that's why we refer to Hashem, Melech HaOlam, King of the Universe. Baruch Atah Hashem Lekeinu Melech HaOlam. So usually we say King of the Universe, and that's what we think it means. But what Tani is telling us, there's a deeper meaning, that it's only Melech, it's only the, the level of Malchut that makes Olam. Melech makes Olam. It creates the world. And it creates the olam, which also comes from the word separation and hiddenness, he'elem. It's melech that enables that. And that's why we see that often when we refer to Hashem as melech, it has a connotation of space and time. For example, we say in davening, Hashem melech, Hashem malach, Hashem yimloch. Hashem was king, is king, and will be king. By definition of that statement, it means that there's such a thing as time. Because if you're talking about a level of godliness that's above space-time, then what's melech malach yimloch? Past, present, future, it's irrelevant. So it's only from the level of melech that there is the the ability for there to be time and space. And they come from the level of malchut again. Now, Malchut is still part of God's infinite light of Atzilut. So, therefore, even the time and space that comes from it is totally nullified to it. Because that is pure godliness, the level of Malchut is pure godliness, everything that comes from it must be totally nullified to it. So, in other words, what we see a world that seems separate from God... It's impossible that it's separate. Why? Because even the level that creates space-time, malchut, is pure godliness. And just like a sun's ray 
is totally part and parcel of the sun itself. There's no way the sun ray can stand independent. So too, this world, space-time itself, the foundations of this world, are connected with godliness with the level of malchut. And this can be seen from a Kabbalistic perspective in the integration of the two names. Interesting, if you open a Siddur and you say Hashem's name, so you say Baruch, Ata, Ado, and Nai. But if it's spelled, you'll see that usually it's spelled Yud, the He, the Vav, and the He, which doesn't, if you read it literally, it wouldn't say Ado and Nai. It would be Ye and Ho and Va. But we don't say it like that um, because we have this integration. On the one hand, God's name of the Yud and the He and the Vav and the He is the highest level of God. On the other hand, we're pronouncing it as Ado and Nai, which is God's a ruler, God's a king. So what we're doing is we're integrating the part of godliness that's above Malchut, the way the, the name is spelled, to the way the name is pronounced, which refers to God as our God. But again, what's the point? The point is that the, the elements of God that rule over us, and the elements of God that are higher than us and that we can have no relationship with are technically the same. It's only that he allows for the creation of space-time and the universe to exist. But even that, we're totally nullified in front of him because, again, God is so much greater than that. And it's this paradox that we've been talking about in Shara Yichud Vemunah, this idea of God being above it and within it and living in that incredible dichotomy.